Hello and welcome to another episode of the Art of Living podcast with your host Daniela and Mariah and so, our third and co-host. Lynn. Hello. <laughs> so, so okay, let me like fully introduce this person. So you've probably heard of my friend, our friend Belen. For the past like year, I just keep bringing her up, bringing her up in like episodes and she likes pointing it out and putting it in her Instagram bio. And (laughs) she, she, she's also just like one of the most interesting people that I know. Mm -hmm. And we think, yeah, like we just thought that it would be like a perfect (laughs) episode to start off like Valentine's Day season and February because she is such a romantic. (laughs) Hopeful. 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 We are reframing. Yes. (laughs) We're rebranding. So basically, um, I just wanted to tell our listeners that we are sharing a mic. So if at any given moment you hear muffled laughter, it's because we are sharing a mic. And that's all. No one cares. It's fine. (laughs) 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 So yeah, that's that's the intro, Ellen. Well, hello, everyone. Wait. I am the friend that takes Daniela to parties she doesn't want to go to, <laughs> to meet people she doesn't want to talk to. I, I end up liking these people. Yeah. yeah, it was a good story in the end because I made you do something that was out of your comfort zone and then it ended up in the in the podcast. <laughs> yes, you've been so good for her. Yeah. Okay, and so… I think it's… Yeah. I was just going to say, I needed to give my introduction of you because… Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I met Belen. I guess we can just talk about how we all met. So yeah, I met Belen recently when we were yes. in New York because Literally. yes, and it's because of you that we went to New York because Danielle yes. was going for your birthday, and then I decided to come, and then we made a whole thing out of it. We were there forever, yeah. and then you and guys then- stayed, and I had to leave. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Right. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. And it wasn't the same after you left. So I met you there and I was like, holy shit, this is one of the coolest people I've ever met. And how did I like go so long without having such a cool person in my life who just makes you feel like you've known them forever? And I think you have that effect where you just like, I am emotionally unstable. (laughs) I will start crying. No, but I feel the same way. I feel like the group we had in New York just felt like the bus stop. The bus stop. The cosmic, the cosmic bus, bus stop. stop. It just felt like you said, like we've known each other forever. And I have I knew you through Daniela and I knew things about you. Like we followed each other. and We were fans of each other on yes. Instagram before we totally. met in person. But I, I totally agree. When, when I met you and Alexia, it was just like, mm-hmm. I've known you guys before. Like, I feel mm-hmm. so comfortable to open up about everything and anything. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun. Mm-hmm. So wholesome and fun. Yeah. So, yeah, so wholesome. And then, you know, so with wholesome. some sprinkle. In. With some chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it was chaotic, wholesome, and fun. <laughs> yes. There's a balance. Um, and so, Daniela, you can share about how you guys met. Oh, oh. our love story. Our love story. Yes, your love oh. story. Um Yes. No, it was truly destined. It was, I think that this story makes me believe in like the invisible string theory. Oh, absolutely. Like, do you want to share the story? I think you explained it really well. Just hold the mic. I I feel like I'm interviewing you for real when I'm holding it. I have told this story (laughs) so many times and I love this story. Um, So, this is so long also. 
I was, I used to date this person who I lived with and I was unemployed looking for jobs. So he was very nice to go onto his LinkedIn to look up people that worked in fashion that he was connected with. And he connected me to one of his friends from college who used to work in fashion. We met over FaceTime. We got along super well. Um, we started like talking about projects and fashions and things like that. And then she also through FaceTime, I never met this person in real life because I was in Spain and she was in the U.S., introduced me to her friend Lexi, photographer, who you listeners maybe have heard of. <laughs> yes. And Lexi and I like followed each other on Instagram. We didn't really talk that much, but we were like you and I, Mariah, like fans of each other on Instagram. And then um, I saw that Lexi was in Paris and I was supposed to go to Paris at the end of that week. So I messaged her and I was like, Lexi, I'm going to Paris. We should meet up. Do something. And she said, oh, actually, I'm going to A Coruña, uh, where I live, where we live, uh, to see a friend next week. And I was like, I have no idea why you're coming here, but <laughs> let's do something there. So we set a date. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm bringing my friend. Who is that friend? Our dear Daniela. Daniela. And here she comes with her spiritual being, beautiful, wholesome <laughs> self. And it was like, we got along so well mm. off the bat. And then a few weeks went by because you were traveling. I went to New York. And then I think I, I was like doing it. something probably, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, I started work. So mm -hmm. I was super busy. Also, I had just moved to Coruña. It was yeah. a lot. And then we had a first date. And I remember I was telling my friends like, oh, I'm like re-meeting this friend. I have a really good feeling. If I love her, I'm going to invite her to the party that we had that weekend. And I think, we, I don't know how many hours we spent together, but we didn't stop talking. It was, no. it was the best first date I have ever um, had. We, <laughs> no, we met up for coffee and we ended up having dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it yeah. was. So oh it, was, it was forever. And then we saw each other the next day. Yeah. And the next day. No, not the next. But kind she of. She was invited to the party. I was invited the to the party. Day. Yes. Yeah. And then in that party, I read everyone's tarot. Yeah. And she was officially the spiritual friend. Yeah. <gasps> That's right. Okay. I remember that. That was like the initiation. Mm. That it was the initiation. <laughs> For everyone else. <laughs> it was the initiation. Was so and I don't know. And then after that, like, I think, moved. yeah, I think we just became close quite quickly. Yeah. And then… We shared a lot of things. Mm -hmm. We talked about, like, our bilingual, like, Spanglish. Yes. Um, like, that was minds really nice. working the same. We both love Taylor Swift. Yes. We had so many things in common. Like, loving Taylor New Swift. York, stuff like that. And we just connected through… Obvious things, like things we had in common. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I feel like spiritually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I feel like we were the, we were kind of like what each other needed at yeah. the time when Absolutely. we met. It was kind of like I had gone through a period of time where I basically had no friends in the city. And then here comes this girl with mm -hmm. all of these friends. And like saves my life from being a very lonely yes. person. And oh then my God. for me, it was the opposite. It was like I had just gotten here. I had so many friends. I have like… Thousands of friends. Thousands. All of, all of these people that I've met, they are all my friends. And then while I was here, it was when I lost my job. Mm -hmm. And that is quickly when I realized who out of all of those thousands of people were actually my friends. And Daniela was like literally <laughs> holding, <laughs> keeping me alive the whole time, feeding me. Um, so for me, it was the same, like the opposite way. It was like me, helping me realize who is really my friend. Wow, that's so cute. I so freaking cute, you guys. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> oh my God. I love <laughs> yeah. this story. Love is real. Platonic love is real. Platonic love mm -hmm. is so real. real. 
I just saw this TikTok yesterday that made me cry. I'm going to send it to you both after. But it was like, the world needs to hear more platonic love stories. And it's this poem that this woman wrote. And it's like this montage of her friends and sharing like how when you meet each other, it's like you meet at the perfect time where like you both needed each other. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be so true. And it's crazy how you can meet these friends later in life. Like you both are in your late 20s. I'm in my early 30s. And the friendships that I've made in the last year, um, well, each year, I think after my Saturn return, it's like I keep (laughs) meeting a friend that is like, okay, we're meeting again from a past life. Yeah. And how have I gone this long without you? Like I I needed you like five years ago, but I guess like we're meeting in the perfect timing. And like, I just love that Daniela was able to meet you after a time where she was going through crazy friendship realizations and feeling like so alone. And I was like, you need to get out of there. There's no one for you. Also just like selfishly (laughs) projecting because I wanted her to come to the U.S. Come here. (laughs) Live with me. But it was it was, And then I kept her. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay because you're... No, but it's been good. It's been good. Like, I think... I think it all just works out and it gives me a lot of like peace to know like, I don't know. It's been nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I live so, um, I think you sent me this TikTok that it was like, my friends have set such standards for love mm. in my life and being there that I hope the man that comes around after them knows <sighs> that these standards are high. It's and, so like, True. We tell each other that all the time. Yeah, we do. No, and it's and I feel like if anything, I've learned a lot about what I actually want in someone that I am dating through my friends. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. the way that I've been taken care of by my friends, like just to like talk you up a little bit. Like oh, nice. this year alone, Belen has done like the craziest, cutest things ever. Like packing. Like, like she helps me pack every single time that I travel. Anywhere. It's like she not only helps me pack, she designed a dress for me. Oh, That's right. A dress for for you. my almost wedding that never happened. For your almost <laughs> wedding. Exactly. Like, and I mean, I don't know. It was just like we like she what we she helped me come up with like my Taylor Swift concert top thing and she made it for me. Jeweled. She made it. Friendship, yes. friendship, friendship bracelets, bracelets for me. Wow, I'm such a good friend. I'm realizing. Like, I'm like, I will say, girl. this is, I know this podcast is all about me today. <laughs> but I will say, Daniela has been also a very good friend. And it's been mutual the whole time. No, I'm just awful. And I and I just, you know, just mean to her. Anything. She You're- just lets me help her all the time. She doesn't give anything back. No, but it's, but it's like, it's so nice. And like, when you have people around you that speak your same love language, mm-hmm. it's so affirming. I don't think, like, before the friends that I currently have, and I keep thinking of the word, like, the trifecta of the friends. Trifecta. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like right now, as of, like, this point in my life, I have three very, like, very, like, big best friends. I think the same. Okay. And like I have you, Mariah. I have Maria Paola, who's, like, my lifelong best friend. And I have Belen. And like each one, like, I just love you guys so much. And it's like you give me different things and different mm-hmm. types of support. But 
it's like a trifecta because together, it's like together. Yes, the Trinity. <laughs> exactly. God. The Trinity. <laughs> God. We are God. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to explain this to someone not so long ago. And they were like, how do you have three best friends? And no, I'm like… It's, it's possible. It is possible. And it yes. also I think happens to people that have… They move around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like having a connection to a place and also a person. I think it's like you… When you find that person, it's like, it doesn't matter how far away I go, how many people I meet, you're still going to be my best friend in New York. If that's what I call them. It's like my mm-hmm. best friend in Vigo, my best friend in Coruña, and my best friend in New York. <laughs> Three of them. It's, a trifecta. it's so true. And I have the same. Like, I have my best friend from high school. Um, we're at very different stages in our life. But we have this, like, deep sisterhood. And then I have Daniela. So self-explanatory. And then I have… <laughs> I have my neighbor, Eve, who I met just this in 2023 in the summer. And it's just crazy how like her and I were just destined to meet. She's also a Leo rising. And um, we also live parallel lives and we're both single. We're both at a very similar stage in our life. So it's crazy how you can just like meet those people. You can move in somewhere and then your neighbor becomes like one of the most important people in your life that you see every day that is there for you. And so I think it's just so necessary to have like, like you were saying, you have friends in different locations and there's a purpose for each one. Mm -hmm. And also having like what you said, like this, like one of mine is also my high school, no, like childhood best friend. Like we've been to, we've known each other since we were seven, but also it's crazy how you can meet someone a year ago and they mean the same, but something different to you. Like it's, as someone, because my best friend from high school, we have nothing in common. We have we don't do any of the same things, but we still have this like unbreakable connection and mm-hmm. love. And it doesn't matter. You said you're at different stages in life. Doesn't matter. You can see each other once a year, and it's still gonna be yes. That like super no time deep friendship, passed. sisterhood connection. Yes, it's so cute. It's so cute. Okay, the trifecta. A theory. That's another theory we're going to add to our list of theories. Love it. <laughs> no, and and I also think that like the the important piece of this is not having friends that get jealous of the oh. other friends. Like mm. I wanted to bring this up. Big one. Because Juicy. it's it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard to sort of like find the right people that will understand and will also be experiencing that. Like, and I also think that it goes to show that when you're not aligned or… I heard this, um, I think Camilo, like this like Colombian singer, posted this thing. I think he was on like a podcast episode and he was explaining that there's friends that are bonsais, like those like little trees Trees. that you trim. Yeah. Or, and others are like cacti. So he was explaining that the bonsai friends, you need to pay a lot of attention to. And they always need trimming and they always need like love and all of the attention basically. And then the cacti friends, you can just leave on your desk for months and months and months and they'll always be there. They'll always be your little plant. And you sometimes have to choose how many bonsai friends you ha- you, you can, can have. You have so many. Exactly. And I was like, Damn. This was For really those listening. I'm showing my cacti tattoo. <laughs> so it's a so you're the I, cacti. She's the I'm, cacti. I'm I can ignore you for months now. <laughs> I haven't ignored you for months. You haven't. No. What's your cadence? <laughs> really? What's your friendship Actually, cadence? It's not. 
It's… I feel like while you were like not employed… We did speak a lot more because you didn't have a job. I didn't have a job. So, we saw each other every day. Yeah. Basically. No. She basically made me go outside every day. Yeah, which was, was like nice. A, it was like a puppy. I was like a puppy that you, <laughs> you had to take for walks. For walkies. So but you were the bonsai. Was, yeah. I was the bonsai for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. But it was nice. And it also the weather was great. I don't yeah. know. We did fun stuff. It was a very nice era. Honestly, yeah. I don't think of that time as sad at all. I think… I think… I always say the same thing. When I have all of… The cards to be like depressed, sad, like upset, frustrated with life, whatever, is actually when I'm the happiest. Because I try so, so hard to do all of the little things that make me happy. Like see my friend, go for coffee, take a walk, go to the gym. That it's actually when I end up like feeling my best. Because I don't have a job that's keeping me all these hours doing… I do love my job. (laughs) That's a lie. But… I don't know. It's like I remember that as, as such a happy time. And it's when I… I needed to hear that. Watched. It mm-hmm. was fun. Oh yeah. It was fun. Exactly. Okay wait. I needed to hear that right now because I haven't really had much of a job for a <laughs> while now. For a while. <laughs> since since uh, July. Um, and, but yeah, I've been… Fill your days with <laughs> everything that makes you giggle, happy, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Even you have so much time. Hmm. You have so mm-hmm. much time. And it's like… It's it's very cliche to say. But like… You're never going to have this much time. And it's so, so true. Once you start working. Mm-hmm. I so remind myself of this. Because I know Go that. on random trips mm-hmm. with people you don't know. Oh we did that. Oh wait. No no no. That is… Do you want to touch upon that? Do you want to f- explain that further? Because here's the thing. We've brought Belen on to talk about… Her love life, basically. We didn't even tell we did. the, these listeners what I do. We oh, well, okay. Wait, what do you do? <laughs> Who are What's, you? Who are you? Like, Who she was you? unemployed. Where do you come unemployed from? from what? Yeah. I'm a fashion designer. Um, She's I work so cool. for a very big, big fashion brand. And I'm very happy and I love my job. But I'm also a dating expert. I, I, I was discussing this with, with Daniela um, yesterday. And my analogy was, do you know when you have keynote speakers at graduations? Like Taylor Swift, NYU. So NYU thinks that Taylor's experience in the music world is equivalent to a doctorate. So they give her the title because they think that she's so knowledgeable. So now she's a doctor in music. So I believe I am a dating expert because <laughs> my experience <laughs> in the subject is very <laughs> deep. <laughs> I'm a doctor in dating. <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah. Okay. And but yeah, my job is I am a fashion designer. <laughs> yes. Side doctor in dating. Side yep. 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 Amazing. Wow. Okay. Great. Oh, we were going to talk about my dating life. Yes, that's… <laughs> yeah, that I was, was the intent. Say, gonna, I'm ready to overshare. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. No. no um, the thing that I mentioned, I just… Uh, when I was unemployed, I decided to take a leap. And I was talking to this person that I had met in different occasions through different people. But we never really hung out together. And then we started talking through things in common. And then he proposed a trip to Spain. So you're going to say he proposed. I was like, I did not ever hear that. (laughs) 
he proposed. Um, a trip, <laughs> a trip to Spain, a trip to Spain. That was a bit, that's an unfortunate pause. And um, he came, and it was super fun. And that's the kind of thing that no, 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 I'm, no, no. <laughs> there is so much more juice to this story. Like okay, this is love. a person that she. Okay, so. I'm just wanting you to share more about this story because I feel like you manifested it. It's kind of like that coming of age story that you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. Like picture this. Belen has been unemployed for like what? Like three months at that point. So she was still living here. We were hanging out a ton, whatever. Mm -hmm. She had like her moments here and there, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever. She's talking to this guy who's like her crush. This guy has been her crush forever, right? And they're, well, I don't care. Well, few years is forever in your 20s, okay? (laughs) Whatever. So she's been talking to this guy for a little bit because of Marvel or something like. Oh, your common common nerdy obsession. Yes, like something like nerdy and whatever. I was trying to be discreet. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'm a part of that. You You know who you are. (laughs) If you came here during the months of April. Um. (laughs) So anyway, she literally manifests this person coming to Spain to do a road trip with her out of the blue, plans the entire thing with him in the span of like two weeks. This man comes and teaches her so much about what she wants to be doing. Am I correct? Yes. (laughs) Um, It was a lovely experience. It was, uh, I think for the both of us, we've we've seen each other since and we have talked about how he he used this phrase like the last like when he left he texted me this like little letter and he said uh thank you for shape shifting with me and that is stuck with me i swear that's like the one of the most beautiful things yes. anyone has ever said to me and that's literally what we did it was so like the conversation because it was a road, road trip we were stuck together like in a car with nothing to do besides talk for a really long time We had very deep conversations and I think we both grew a lot and realized a lot. The year of realizing things. Mm. And it was great. And that is the kind of story of the things I do when I date. That's why I am a dating expert because I do (laughs) crazy things like these. Yeah. No, I If you're wondering what happened after that, nothing. (laughs) But was it worth it? Would you do it again? I would do it again. A hundred times, yes. I feel like I'm one of those um, TikTok influencers that goes on like like to Washington Square Park and like asks <laughs> yes. people like, yes. what is love? Um, yeah. Fuck. I would just Can break you out. Can you say that word? Can you curse? Yes, curse. Fuck. <laughs> a dating expert, not a love expert. There we go. What is dating? Dating is seeing people. Yes. That you want to see. Put your… <laughs> parts on them <laughs> or maybe not we've also been exploring not celibacy celibacy, celibacy. yeah we've also been exploring um you too meeting no i've tried for like two days villain that does not count remember okay. that i said i wasn't gonna okay <laughs> i think okay continue i'm about to overshare you you overshare please, so i don't No, i was gonna say i i will say i've had multiple experiences in the past year where I've and and this trip was one of them mm-hmm. where I realized that I don't I don't enjoy sex without a connect a further connection anymore. I used to enjoy casual sex so much. Like if I barely know your name, 
this is going to be so hot, so fun. And now it doesn't make me feel anything at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and feel the experience I had, yeah, and the experience I had with this person in the trip is like, this connection is so deep and so good that I expect nothing less from the next person. You know? Yes, totally. Well, it's just funny that you're saying all this because, um, as I've mentioned, I'm on a celibacy journey, which I think I'm deciding I no longer need to have that rule. Because I, my ego, like somebody asked me this recently. They were like, why? And I was like, hmm, good question. Honestly, because my best friend challenged me and I want her to be wrong because she has no faith in me. So like my (laughs) ego really just wants to prove that bitch wrong. Honestly, same. (laughs) Same. And then I was like, why am I giving her so much power? So then I was like, so then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be on this journey anymore. I'm just going to be on a journey of only having sex with someone who's on the same page as me. So like we have to be aligned on our expectations of what we want out of this. And um, there has to be like an emotional or some kind of a depth connection or else I'm not going to enjoy it because I don't want to have casual sex. Like that doesn't make me feel excited or good unless I'm like blacked out drunk, which I'm trying my best to not do that anymore because that's when those bad decisions are made. Exactly. Personally. Um, so from experience, but I think in your early twenties, like the casual sex, I mean, usually I was like alcohol was heavily involved. So it's like more fun, but then like games, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. It just like feels more fun when alcohol is involved and then you take that out of it. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to do casual. I just want something that like we can have a deep conversation before and after. Mm -hmm. And that feels good. So that's kind of where I'm at is I want to. I just love how you're informing me of this live so that I can't like, you know. (laughs) She's telling you that she's going to have sex soon. That's what she's saying. (laughs) No, the the way I think about it is like I want to think about sex like I I thought about sex when I was 15. It's like, I'm not giving you my flower. No, (laughs) it's like I want. Without the religious trauma? With the. Without the religious trauma. <laughs> no religious trauma on my side. But I did have a lot more respect for sex. Like, obviously, when you're younger, because you're not experienced, you don't know much about it. And then it just got to a point where I, I remember saying this to my friends when they wouldn't understand why I was, like, as sexually active as I was. It's like, no, like, sex for me is like kissing for you. It's like, it doesn't mean that much. It's not that important. And now I'm trying to give it the importance that it should have. It's such a, like, it's literally physically a chemical, like, explosion for you. Like, you should only do that with someone that deserves your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and then, because they're, mm-hmm. and I believe, is confusing. we yeah. try to believe that it isn't, but sex is confusing. So if you're, if you're sure about something and then you have the sex, then you're Gucci. But if you're not sure about something, and then you have the sex, you're going to be less sure about it. If you, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I just love yes. how you said the sex. Like the that sex. Just the really sex. Was the really funny. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that sex is that. Like it's all of the things that Belen just said. But it's like, I think it complicates things too. If you're not, I don't know. I'm just like, I love having friends that think differently from me. Because it, it adds like a separate perspective. 
But I also love being the boring ass friend that is always like, your body is a temple. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Because like I'm I'm the opposite. Like I've never had casual sex. Like and I think that I've spoken about it in the podcast before. Like I've never been even attracted to that idea. Like the mm-hmm. idea of casual sex to me specifically is like counterintuitive. It's like Venus no nope. Pisces. And also, I think the Capricorn Stadium doesn't help. It's like, why would I want to do that to my little precious body and mind and mental health? Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's not. So sensible. Villain, what's your Venus? Venus? Oh my God. (laughs) How did we just fall in love? Scorpio. Uh Scorpio. That makes sense. I'm Mm -hmm. Aries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're like the fire of the water. And I'm fire. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like put it out a little bit. <clears throat> it's hard. I think I've I put it out a bit. I'm becoming more sensible. Because you're a Capricorn this rising this year. That's right. <laughs> I am a Capricorn rising this year. So you I'm decided. Making... It has been decided. No, no. Yes. In her solar return. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm... we did it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still learning about we gotta these do things. Yours. We got to do yours. So do I'm bringing a lot more of that logic into these endeavors with dating. Which feels good. And I think, oh, wow. Am I going to share this? I think I'm yes. manifesting people who are on the same page now. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yes. Who uh, yeah. can like. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Same. Okay, good. Same, 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 same. And I love also, that for I am manifesting knowing what page I'm on. Like, not ignoring what page I'm on. Like, if I want, like, I am ready to be loved. I am, like, I've done the work. I've been alone. I've learned what I like and what I don't. Hmm. Like, I feel like I'm not, I don't want to go into more things being like, oh, I don't want anything. I'm happy with this just being cat. No. Like, I want yeah, you're to being develop the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how did you get there? How did I get there where? Hmm. To that point. To, to what no. I just said? Yeah. No, I mean, you can be as abstract as you want. Good question. Multiple experiences have made me realize this. I mean, TBH, to be honest. Um, last summer, I had a fling. And we were friends. And we didn't want anything else. And then it got really intense. And we were very romantic. He had a lot of issues with whatever. Um, with it, like his life. Not, like, not issues. Like personal. He was just going through stuff. And then… I kept on telling myself, look, I don't want more. I don't want more. I don't want more. And it got to a point where I was like, oh, actually, I have feelings for this person. Classic. Like, they've made movies about this. Like, fuck There's buddies two. don't work. Yeah. And then it got to a point where I was like, I can't lie to myself anymore. I do want something more. And this person is not ready to give it to me. So this has to end. And then right after that, I got into another <laughs> fuck buddy friendship situation ship. Um, that also got to a point where it was very confusing. Like the line was very blurred between friends and more. We actually ended up being like very, very, very good friends. Like I consider him one of my closest friends at the moment. And it got complicated and confusing. And it just, it fucks up like the opportunity to have a friend, (laughs) an actual friend. And then it's just like, Time wasted because you get confusing feelings. You, I don't know. Oh my so God. So I think all of those experiences, I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. I want to be someone, like, I want someone that's on, like, same page. I want to know the page that I'm on. I want to think about it. And then when I know it, I want to find someone who's on the same page. Yeah. Okay. I needed to hear some of that, I think. That's recorded. That's recorded so that it keeps you accountable. God. 
Just saying. I take it all back. <laughs> I take it all back. I will not be held accountable for what I said on episode 11. Yep. Of, okay. Cool. Nope. Great. <laughs> I was about to super overshare, but I'm not going to say anything. You know how that many times I have that? How <laughs> many times I have that? Oh, it's hard. Um, okay. That was something I needed to digest. I'm going to mm-hmm. process and get back to you both get on this. Friends. Sexy friends. Exactly. Who help each other grow. It okay. doesn't work. No. And I mean… I will say, and I might be speaking to what you're feeling, and I'm deeply unaware of what you are feeling because we've barely spoken this week. But I will say that what I kept telling Belen was like, okay, do you actually see yourself dating this person long term? Like, that's what I kept asking her. Like, I know, like, sex is great. You guys have great banter. Like, it's all like working. You have this chemistry and like care for each other. But are you actually on the same page? Like, no. And that's the thing. Can't you just have that? Like, can't you just have… But if you want more, that's the the thing. Like, what do you want? What if you both don't want more? Like, you both are just like, we want to… Run as fast as you can. No, I think… I have learned at this point that it's unavoidable for someone to either get confused, want more, want something different, or want exactly the same, like, always. One is evolving, one the other. Like, it just doesn't work. I really, mm-hmm. after 26 years of having friendships, sexy friendships, I can since let you, you guys know, <laughs> since I was the minute I was born, I met my first fuck buddy. Um, and I can tell you, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. I, I've tried it so many times and I've told myself it works so many times. No, there's always, it gets to a point where you're not on the same page. Okay. It's just, it, it's, it's physically impossible not to develop. I'm not saying like falling in love. I, I'm not in love with the, with my friend, but I am confused. And I'm confused about like how far things can get romantically, how far, like what plans we can do, how much I can share. Like it just gets confusing. No, you know how much space, confusion, and those like murky feelings occupy? Mm-hmm. Like her entire day, hours. It's yeah, like, I got. are you really willing to go through that? Just, just for like a fun, like. Because there's know. always the question, the question of. Like, you're always going to be wondering, like, oh, is it going to be more? Is it not going to be more? Is it going to, like, what is he feeling? What is he not feeling? And then you you don't really have those conversations because you're not a couple. You're not romantic. So you don't have conversations about, like, where's this going? Where's this? It just kind of evolves and also stays the same. Mariah, dump his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, I'm really, you asked if we kept hooking up. Um, no, I decided, we had this conversation where I communicated that I was confused. And um, he was, he valued our friendship a lot, which makes sense to me. I also do value the friendship a lot. And he was like, I don't want to risk that um, and take a step further. So we were like, no more hooking up. And immediately it was weird. Friendship, I don't think is the same. I can maybe come back as a guest in a few episodes and let you know. But it doesn't feel the same as it did before. And it's really, really sad. You know? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> I mean, people, different people do different things. But um, I, well, I it's, it's it's also funny because I'm always, I always say like, 
when I meet a guy, I almost know immediately if I'm going to fall in love with them. Like every time I've known like super early on. And then this guy, when we started hooking up, I was like, this is not the type. Like, I'm not going to have feelings for this person. I'm never going to want anything. Like, literally point by point. Like, all of these things that I'm looking for in a relationship, this person is not it. Yet, I ended up being confused about the situation. So, even if right now you think like, oh, like, he's not what I'm looking for. I'm not going to have feelings. Like, feelings are going to come. And I think that only comes from seeing this person constantly or hanging out. Or it's kind of like exposure therapy. (laughs) Exposure you expose therapy. yourself to these people, mm-hmm. right? In any shape or form. Like I, I had a situation ship that wasn't physical, and it was only like an emotional thing, and mm-hmm. it was weird, right? But I was very attached to the emotional whatever it is that we had, and it was just because we spoke every single day for a full fucking year, and it was confusing. And there's no possibility of us being friends because what we had was an emotional relationship that was weird and just very confusing for me. And he was also occupying the space of, you know, someone that could have been my boyfriend, for example. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it just depends on what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we don't want to be confused. We are of age and we do (laughs) not want to be confused. We are of age to not be confused anymore. Yeah. (laughs) We do not want to be confused. I don't, I don't, I don't want more confusion in my life. Like I'm going to be confused about other things. I would much rather not be confused about the person that I am seeing or spending or investing my time and energy in. And you know what? I also don't want someone who's confused. Exactly. Like, I want him to be so sure. If I'm going to quote Serena fucking Kerrigan right now, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Like, if 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 someone's not sure about me, I'm very sure that it's not you. I don't have time to waste. Like, if you, you're not dying for my love… If you have to think, consider if you want to be, not even be with me, but like if you want to see me and no one else, for example, that's not it. It's not, no, it's not it. It's not there. Like, why would a guy want to have sex with you and be your best friend, but not be your boy? Like, do you know what I mean? Your boyfriend. Yeah. It's like you get away with all of the good things except for. The responsibility. Yeah. Wait, wait you were going to say something. Yeah, say I, something. No, I'm not going to share anymore because Lead we your case. to this. Listen. <laughs> I think he might listen to this and I'm scared. No, it's kind of like… Oh God, they're going to listen to this. You have like this like <laughs> God. career. Oh, no. No. It's kind of like we you have over. this career, right? Like you're an… You're an I don't know. You, you're an astronaut, right? And you have this opportunity to go to the moon. But you have to wait a little bit, right? But you're like, eh, might as well work at Walmart. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of like how I see it. It's kind of, I'm going to oh work at Walmart. God. Meanwhile, just, you know, to, to, <laughs> there's so many better things to, to be doing than to, working at Walmart. To Mariah's and Belen's situationships out there. <laughs> just so you know, you were just compared to working at Walmart. Oh that God. is… That's where you were at, at the no, reading scale. It's that's seriously, versus, versus going to the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's nothing to say about the people for me. Like no, it's about, it's about like, I can't give my fullness. Like you're, mm-hmm. I can't give 
what I would give to a partner to you, but yeah. I still want companionship. And it is just like good. If it's, if we both feel like we're bringing goodness to each other. Yeah. And we have like boundaries and we're always checking in and communicating. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? I will say there was no communication in either of my two latest experiences. So that's really big. And I think for me right now, it's just having more, for both friendships and dating, more intentional relationships. Like that one like friend that you used to have that you don't really get along with anymore, but then you go to with to get coffee with her because you kind of feel like you have to. Like I'm cutting those things out of my life. I think I'm, I also want to cut like non-intentional relationships mm-hmm. out of my life. It just, mm-hmm. you, like you said, they take up time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm going to meet, like there's no prospect of me meeting or maybe there is, but like there's no one that I'm looking at that is like, oh, you're interesting. But it is fine. keeping your energy and mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not good. I'll plead my case off the record. Because I just want your opinion. But I can't do it here. (laughs) She's not ready yet. Sorry, guys. She's not ready. Um, I do have to pee. Can we take a break? Okay. Break. Boop, 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 boop. Intermission. I'm I'm bringing a car. Welcome back. Wait, okay. so we had said that we were going to pull cards for each other because yes. we haven't done that in a while. And I think that's kind of like the genesis of our friendship. Yeah, it really is. Card mm-hmm. pulling. Yeah. Yep, yep. And by card pulling, we mean tarot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If you don't know what tarot is. No, you know what tarot is. <laughs> you know what tarot is. So um, do you yeah. want to do the shuffling? Oh God. And then Daniela got me my purse. Yeah, yeah, for her birthday. birthday. Daniela got me. She was going. To. Wait, I Did got you, her which one? this one, like the <gasps> Magic Mon- Mystic Mondays. I have that tarot. one too. We Sponsor all have us, it. please. And we then I it. got you the animal one. Nice. We all have this. Yeah, the, trifecta. Have the trifecta. The trifecta. Yeah, we're also a trifecta. We are a trifecta. <laughs> what was it? The Council of the the Minds. The Council um, of the Minds. Yes. Welcome the to council. an episode with the Council of the Minds. Yes. Should we explain? Do you ever that have really dating? <laughs> yes. Please explain, Mariah. Okay, so Council of the Minds started when we were in New York, and I was going through my chaos of situations in my life, and. Um, Belen, as she does, because Daniela has told me Belen gives big sister energy, Mm -hmm. um, just like came into the rescue when I was going through something that was like extremely consuming and stressful. And so um, it was this moment where it was Daniela, I, Belen, and then a couple of our other friends. And everyone was just like giving me advice in the best way, like not telling me what to do, but just like really being there for me. And we were just like, It was a moment where I had to pause and be like, there are so many powerful, strong, smart women, intuitive women in this room that this is like, we could solve world hunger. Yeah. We could change the world. (laughs) So Yeah. And it was so different. It was crazy because we each had something so different to add. And it it was like bouncing off of each other's Mm. um, comments and advice. It was like giving more and more and it was growing. Yes. And that's when it started. The Council of the, the Mind. Yeah. And we crafted such 
good responses. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was really good. That's another thing I got a doctor for. A doctorate for. <laughs> um, writing. Like, no man has ever won an argument on WhatsApp and iMessage against me ever. I'm <gasps> a really, really good texter. Like, I'm really That's good right. with words. Answering texts. You remember that when I was crafting yes. messages for you? Yes. And I was taking I, notes. And I was like, wait, repeat that. Wait, say that again. Mm-hmm. It's like when Khloe Kardashian <laughs> is telling to Kim, it's like, do it for your for your kids and for your reputation. And Kim repeats, I got to do it for my kids and for my reputation. <laughs> Same. Wait. And then I was like, wait, you should make a business out of this. Because I would pay you for this service. Yeah. Hot Girl Hotline. Hot Girl Hotline. <gasps> I can brand that. Brand. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm. I'll help no, with but the it was, it was It was very like, I loved being there when the, all of that happened because I was like, if I never meet anyone and I just have these friends, I'm going to be happy. True. We're going to be Truth. okay. Yeah. Yes. Even if oh sometimes we're the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. Other times we actually have really good advice. <laughs> well, that's why you have to experience things because then we are no longer blind. So there you go. The counsel of the minds is essential because we're all in different stages or can relate or not relate and bring value. Okay. We are okay. Belen is shuffling. So so that's my card. That's I guess. Are so. you pulling for you? Or is Danielle? She's pulling. Wait, I'm just gonna pull one card for you. And it's your card, okay? Oh, it's a random It's a random card. It's the four of pentacles. <gasps> oh. It's okay, the wait. Four of Pentacles. I also have this book I'm going to read because there's some good stuff in here. Okay. okay. What is the Four of Pentacles? So in this book, it's called The Four of Crystals. Possessiveness, obstacles, greed, resistance to change, control, materialism. Damn. I just got roasted. In the shadowy confinement of a cave, a young man sits in possession of his earthly treasures. Four a young crystals, man. Oh God. Sorry, young woman. Um, four crystals of materialistic value and power. Here she basks in the shining light from above, focusing all of her energy on what she retains in this narrow space. The message. Although you have reached a wonderful state of success, it may be a good time to take a closer look at your priorities. Are you spending too much time focusing on personal affluence or materialistic things such as possessions, the accumulation of wealth or social status? You should continue to take pride in all that you have achieved, but not let the illusion of physical wealth get in the way of who you really are. This card can also point to a desire for stability, settling down, or a conservative lifestyle that prevents any risk-taking behavior. It can also reflect hoarding hoarding or negative attachments that stunt personal growth or change. Is there an emotional void you are trying to fill by holding on to things or people that mask a lack of security in your life? Questions to ask. Am I ready to look beyond materialistic values of my life? If I lost all my assets and physical possessions, what would I consider to be important thereafter? I am speechless. It's so funny (laughs) that you read all of that right after I said, as long as it says money, I'm good. (laughs) I know. That was intense. Yeah, I have been thinking about uh, success and money a lot um, lately. Like, because I feel I'm in a in a in a company in an apartment in department right now where I feel valued very highly. I'm having like my yearly um, meeting with my boss soon, and that is the main thing that I want to communicate. Is like I've never been felt so valued in a position before in my life. Like I feel like you trust me. 
you uh, count on me and you give me a lot of responsibility and you trust me. And, but also at the same time, I've been thinking about my paycheck and I'm thinking like, are they actually valuing me with this paycheck? And I think they are, but it has been something on my mind. And that's crazy. Like I've thought about it multiple times this week. So Tara's crazy, guys. It's real. It's real. Yeah. Wow. Like I think about there was how, so much how there. actually lucky I am. Like I'm making more than enough that I need to live. Mm-hmm. I travel. I buy myself shiny things. Like nothing to complain. Amazing. Yeah. I'm a boss ass what what do you have to you are what do you have to add to that Danielle? I don't know. I'm just like damn. No, I it was no, it was (laughs) the video is really funny. Um, basically, (laughs) it was really good. (laughs) Our reactions were like damn. Um, no, it was interesting when when she mentioned kind of like you wanting to settle down, Mm -hmm. like wanting stability. We We were just talking about that. And I was like, damn. And also like the negative emotional attachments Mm -hmm. that are stunting your growth. I was like, I wonder what that is about. I'm like, we just talked about that. Yeah. You feeling ready to like be on the same level with someone, which is like Mm -hmm. having a committed relationship that like Mm -hmm. you're on the same page. So Crazy. I feel like that's very aligned with um, yes. what we were talking mm-hmm. about. So who's next? Daniela. Oh okay. Do you? Okay. Do Am you, I pulling for you? Mm, I'm going to do the little shuffle. shuffle thing again. So hold the mic. <laughs> no, the first experience that I had with spirituality and Daniela was the day we met um, her and Lexi. It was really funny because um, they read my chart. And then, oh, yeah. And then Lexi said, do you want us to tell you things? No, like ask you questions or do you want us to accuse you of things? And I was like, I've never heard that before. Do that. And then she was like, how does it feel? Like not, what is it? Not feeling like your life is complete unless you have like a functional relationship going on or like someone's company or something. And I was like, oh my God, how does it feel to be a lazy perfectionist? Like a bunch of things where I was like, holy shit. And then she read wow. my cards. And the first time I was like, nah, this is not real. And I'm like lighting up no. candles in my room and reading no, my own but cards. She, I mean, I think that you've experienced other people get readings where they're shocked. Oh, God. And yes. that's always like so satisfying to yeah. me. It's my favorite She's my party, party trick. trick. She's mm-hmm. my party trick. Yes. Like when I want to. When I'm going to meet new people, it's like, oh, let me bring her. And it's about to get real. the deck. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen, no, it, but it's it, like, even if you, like, even me that I don't have the experience that you have, like, even mm-hmm. if I brought my deck and I pulled out the cards, I do it for myself also. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not experienced and you have to read the message, I feel like it gives you such a space for reflection because mm-hmm. you try to find connections between what the person's saying or what you're reading in your own life that you like think of things that you hadn't thought before. And that's some that I think that's what I like about tarot cards the most and readings the most is that it makes you dig deeper and find deeper meaning into like, maybe it's talking, like imagine that um, you just read my card and I had not thought about work at all this week. I'd be like trying to find the connection between what you just said and something that's currently relevant in my life. So Mm -hmm. it would end up like forcing me to bring things up that I wouldn't normally do. Mm. Totally. tarot cards are real. Yeah. It's real shit. Mm -hmm. It's real shit. And I think we always like, you can 
figure out what sticks with you. So like whatever resonates with you, like that's the wisdom within you. Okay, she's going to pull a card for me. Okay. I'm scared. Imagine we pull the same one. It just says have casual sex. Uh, sure. <laughs> it is. It's the, the Knight of Swords. Oh. It's the Knight of Swords. Ooh, intense. A man. No. <laughs> Two Not men cards. Man. It's a knight. It's a white man. Is this no. your knight in shining armor? Knight. Not that you know. need to be saved. Well, I'm, I'm just, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the swords? Interlude music, the swords. please. Oh, wait. King? Not, not a king. No, a knight. knight. Ambitious, capable, energetic, self-determined, abrasive, honest, critical, impetuous. Crouched at the edge of a rocky ledge, the knight of swords prepares herself. Oh, here she's a woman. For the ultimate leap. She is mentally unaffected by her environment, completely driven and motivated to forge her own path into the portal below her. At her side rests her sword, a symbol for the sharp awareness and self-assurance that she carries within her wherever she goes. The message. You have clear intentions and your eye is on the prize. Damn right, Capricorn. (laughs) It is, however, important that you make a clear path for those necessary steps in order to reach your goals. Do not move too hastily or rush ahead or else you may find that you will be regretful. An enthusiastic, assertive individual who is both intelligent and energetic, the Knight of Swords views the world around them as a playground of opportunities, possibly seeing themselves as superior to others or to (laughs) systems of authority. (laughs) This type sets high (laughs) standards for their own goals, working to the brink of their potential and endurance. Damn. This can appear intimidating to others, as not many people can live up to this high level of intensity or demand. They may appear antisocial, curt, or abrasive, alienating Mm. themselves without care. They are ready to take any necessary steps to manifest their desires, which can sometimes make them seem hasty or impulsive, often demonstrating a minor lack of foresight, but with great determination in achieving what they want. Questions of reflection. How am I balancing my life at this time? What is the ultimate end goal that I'm working toward? Oh my God, is this play about us? Is this um, play about us? That that was that, that was intense. that was kind of Damn. okay. I think the Knight of Swords might be a Capricorn. Yeah, the Knight of it's Swords me. is a Capricorn. I mean, yeah. I, I I yes, I guess yeah. I feel Very like much. the last the goat, the last like few weeks, I've been thinking about like impulsive decisions or not impulsive decisions, but rather like decisions that I made very quickly that I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Like questionable financial decisions that I made within my business that I'm like, "Eh, if I had taken my time and actually thought this through and launched at a later date or done this differently, right? I would have one, saved that money and two, done like a better job. And I've been kind of giving myself shit about it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. which is, which is normal. It's normal, but also yeah. like you don't always have to do it right. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have something to add here that, um, I'm going to send you this video after, but, um, about how, when you make peace and you accept that in order to reach whatever success that you want, that you are going to make those mistakes or you are going to experience things where you're like, oh, I should have done that 
way differently and almost have regret Mm. towards when you can understand that that is an actual necessary part of the process. Um, it just helps relieve like the guilt and shame. Um, and so I heard that recently and I'm going to send you the video. Thank you. No, but I agree. It's like, about the journey. It's about the it's journey. It's such a cliche, but it's so true. And I also didn't know, like, the thing is that what I keep telling myself that gives me a lot of, like, peace is I did the best that I could with the information that I had at the oh, at that time. I love that. Like, I can't, I, I, that was, like, the decisions that I made, right? That quote unquote, weren't the right ones. I made thinking that they were the best ones. And that's, and I mean, and I'm proud of that. Like I was brave enough to try. I failed, whatever. What is failing anyway? Yeah, like there's no failure. It's just wisdom. No. Yeah. I should have known better is not. No. It's not true. It's like you didn't know. No. And I Mm -hmm. think that until you did you it. tried did it. So it's, and then you mm-hmm. failed and then you were like, let me do it correctly. Exactly. But the I should have known better is such like an ego centered <laughs> phrase, right? Mm-hmm. Like the thing with me that I struggle with a lot and it's like my own high standards. Like people think that I have high standards for them. No, <laughs> you have They're not you. seen my high standards, like my own for myself. Right. And the one thing that I struggle with when I'm like, not like I'm, I'm not like, successful at what I was trying to do or whatever. It's that I feel like I wasn't smart enough to see that it wasn't going to work. That's the story that my ego tells me. And that gets me in a loop and has me like spiral and make me like not feel great about myself. But the more that I reframe that and I'm like, bitch, no, like this was the information you had. This was what was presented to you. Yeah. If you only had that information today, you would have made the exact same decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was necessary. You knew better with what you had at that moment. So it's kind of like working with that and also not letting you… Like I feel like that card had a lot of like isolation to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I tend to isolate a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's it's like I feel like it's cycle. I like, do love the question that it asked the first mm-hmm. one. It's like, how are you balancing right now? And I feel like mm-hmm. we've we talked about this last week. Yeah. Where I was like, I am gonna make you leave the house. <laughs> we're gonna do plans on Friday. We're yeah. gonna have a date once a week, and then we're gonna do things on Friday nights. You you can go home at one a.m. You don't have to come to the party and talk to the people you don't want to talk to. <laughs> um, but it's like making yourself go outside. Go outside yeah. is so important. Mm-hmm. You have to balance. Yeah, yeah, like that's a part of the success plan. Like that gets mm-hmm. baked in. Exactly. Because it, I mean, it, you're making me sound like I don't leave the house. And I do. I you just don't so see much. people. Yeah, It's kind of like I go, I go through phases where I'm like, I'm either like seeing everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like going outside or when I'm traveling and I'm in New York, for example, or mm-hmm. I'm like outside seeing everyone and talking to everyone. Like I came back from that trip and I've barely seen you. Yeah. Like we've seen each other like a handful Between of times. And... and just me not being here. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, so it's kind of like… You do it in sprints. It's it's a, exactly. And it's and it kind of like phases and cycles. <laughs> Um, also, it depends on the weather. It really depends like I, on the weather. I don't really see the, that many people. I see people at work. And my friends work with me. So I see my friends at work. But then this cold weather, it's like, why would I want to go get a coffee outside? No. When it's, why do I want to leave the apartment? No. I remember it's those days. cold in the apartment. Can't relate anymore here in sunny no. Southern California where it's 70 degrees. Listen, 
Where do we book some flights? <laughs> I'm serious. Come here and stay with me. Okay. Is it Mariah's turn? It's Mariah's turn. You've got to shuffle. Okay. All right. Okay. Intermission music. She's suff- shuffling. Every day she's suffering. That's also one of the reasons we became friends. We keep finishing each other's sandwiches. <laughs> like thinking of the same, or like making really weird references or random like lyrics and both knowing what song it was or both knowing the reference. And it was like, why are we the same? Yeah. Where have you been all my life? Uh-huh. Did Daniela tell you about her genius idea of taking text, like unhinged text, and turning <gasps> no. them into songs? Oh my god! We have no. to share. No. Okay. So this is a great idea that we might incorporate into the podcast oh, of getting using our unhinged texts from men, specifically like Mariah's so or our friends. I have so many because Homegirl is talking to no one right now, and making them into songs. And our first song was um, was over like New Year's Eve, and it was so good. And we might share it, we might not. Who knows? Okay, a card came up. What's the card, okay. Mariah? What the is three it? Of, the Three of Swords. Ooh. Okay, the trifecta of swords. It's it, okay. So that's like a famously known card for like breakups and like backstabbing and drama. But what does it say? I must say, when it came out, it was reversed. So. We don't believe in that on this. <laughs> but there is a reverse So meaning. has Daniela said. And I okay. don't really believe in that. Okay. Heartbreak, obstacles, redirection of negative forces, sacrifice, loss, learning, healing. Standing in quiet contemplation, a woman thinks about her present situation. There is a sense of sadness, loneliness, and possible heartbreak. She wonders how she will be able to move forward and heal the hurt she is experiencing. Damn. Okay. Around her are three swords driven into the ground, holding her captive within her anguish. Between her hands floats the shape of a full moon, representing the push and pull of her emotions. Z message, a more ominous card than most. Amazing. The three of swords often reflects moments of loss, pain, betrayal, or heartache, either within your own experience or because you are causing pain to someone else. Although the presence of such obstacles may feel overwhelming, very often a greater lesson will emerge out of the darkness. From these fragments of shadow come the clarity and potential to create new opportunities. How we face adversity can have a lifelong effect on our happiness and consciousness if we habitually choose to focus on the negative. Your innate strength and wisdom will emerge as you realize your full potential to learn and grow from past mistakes or challenges. You alone have the power to rise above the obscurity to reach a higher state of awareness. Questions to reflect. Am I ready to move forward and work through the shadows that have been inflicted in my life? Are there any painful memories or experiences from my past that I am still holding on to? I'm going to read the reverse meaning for a sec okay. because I think that it's all encompassing. Mm-hmm. You are emerging out of a negative phase of your life. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and now you must continue to move forward. You have not acknowledged your pain and have been able to process it in a positive learning experience. From this new stage, you are ready to see the world through a new lens. If there are conversely dark or negative influences still in your life or have been present for too long, it may be a good time to face these and prepare yourself for some kind of acknowledgement and release. Know that love is not only still present in your life, it will begin to reveal itself increasingly as you heal within. Damn. Damn. 
damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. That's a deep wow. cut. But I feel like it speaks to what you've been going through and where you are headed. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much. About. Mm-hmm. Like this last year, I've talked about it. We've mentioned the wedding that never was, the relationship that when we started this podcast, I was like, the best thing in my life. Like, this person's amazing. We're amazing. Power couple. Mm-hmm. To having like the realization that it was the quite opposite of that. <laughs> um, it's been a long healing journey. And I think I've reached a peak of that healing, like January, <laughs> January 1st, quite literally. I think mm-hmm. I started to fully heal from it or have more awareness around how deep it was. Cause I think all of 2023, I was just like trying to stay positive. And I would like, I remember ending it and being like, "Mm -hmm." I was trying to be together. I think I had to like conjure the strength within to keep going and to be okay and to build a completely new life. So I think the whole 2023, I was just in the state of like running wild and free and just like experiencing. And anytime anyone asked me or I would tell them like what happened, they'd be like, oh my God. And I'd be like, no, I'm fine. Like I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be like, it it wasn't even hard. Like, what are you talking about? It was so like it was the best decision I've ever what, yeah. like it's hard. What exactly? Like, hard? That was me. I was like, oh my God, pain? No, I'm above it. Um yeah. and so Which yeah, is also I think, part of the healing, like first, is it what is it? The five stages of um, grief? Denial. Denial. Uh-huh. Were there? Yeah, sadness. I was, and then acceptance in the end, mm-hmm. and I think that's where you are. Mm-hmm. We just said yep. three, but it's just, that's that's five. There's other ones, but it's the trifecta of grief. <laughs> it, it is. Denial, it is. Anger, yeah. depression. Uh-huh. Oh, um, negotiation. Oh yeah, and oh, then acceptance. Okay, I don't yeah. know what these stages are, but yes, enlightening. They just explained them in the office the other day. That's why. I oh, remember. great. Send yeah. me the episode. <laughs> but yeah, that was crazy. That was a really good card. I'm really happy you got that card. The yeah. card me too. Crazy. When I saw it, I was like, yeah. God damn it. I wish I had something like more money. Um, yeah. <laughs> classic. Like, listen, I asked for the same and look at what I got. <laughs> I was called greedy. Oh, no. I'm going to say it's like connected. the money thing is so deeply connected to everything else. Like mm-hmm. I think that the… Like, I've been experiencing it and I've been talking about it. Like, the whole, like, imbalance and, like, feeling like you made mistakes and shitting on yourself Mm -hmm. is not putting you in a prime position to be making more money either. So it's kind of like… And whenever I've been happy about myself and been feeling like, oh, I'm working out. I'm feeling healthy. I'm happy and going outside and getting sun rays on my face. Business is, is going well. And also, let me tell it's you, correlated. I have so many friends that are making so much money and they are miserable because they hate their jobs. They didn't wait for the right one. They just took the one that was paying the most or maybe they moved to a place because the job that they were getting there was, you know, and now they're miserable. Mm-hmm. And they always tell me, like, I have so many friends telling me, like, Belen, like, distance friendships um, where, like, you look so happy. Like even my sister, my sister is in a different city. I see her like a few times a year. She's like, you look so, so happy. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You spend so much of your time 
you know, working. Yeah. And that's another thing. Please love your job. Mm. Please find a job you yeah, love. Yeah, go yes. to the moon. Don't take the Walmart Don't job. Don't take the Walmart job. I used to be in the camp of like, it's okay. You can find fulfillment in other areas of your life because like that's what I needed to survive. So I was like telling myself that lie when deep down I knew all along that I wanted to be exactly where I am at now. And I think if you have that desire, like it's never going to go away. And that's what I've learned too, is I've like been in the cycle of like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to pursue whatever my purpose or a more fulfilling career. And then I get scared or like I self-sabotage or somebody else's projection becomes my truth. And then I'm like, no, you can find fulfillment in a job you hate in other, like just like work the job, detach, and then find fulfillment in your friendships or your side hobby hustles. No, I am a firm believer that like a delay. You spend so much time working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You spend so much time. I've had jobs that I didn't hate, but I accepted in some way. Like I found some sort of joy or entertainment or fulfillment in those jobs. But right now, me going to work is not an effort. Like it's it's not not something that I dread. Like I take a vacation and I'm happy about it because I love traveling, whatever. But it's, I don't, I'm not sad about going back to work. My work atmosphere is so good. My projects are so fun. And it's 80% of my life. I'm never, I don't think I'm ever going to accept anything that feels not this good. Mm -hmm. And I probably will have some jobs that I don't love as much as this one. But, but don't put that out into the universe. No. No, 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 I won't have any jobs that I don't love as much as this one. Mm. But it's so important. It's so, 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 so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agreed. so love your friends. That is number one lesson yeah. that we started mm-hmm. with. Second, find people that love you. <laughs> don't find people that have to decide if they love you. Lesson number two. Lesson number three, love your job. Love your job. Love your job. And your job will ro- love, love you, you right back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay, wait. We have to ask her the questions we ask everyone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So question one, the one that I always remember to ask, and it's, Belen, if you could be a flower, what flower would you be and Why? I would be a sunflower, I think. And why? Because mm-hmm. the first flower that came into my head, and I think that means something. I'm True. always, no, you know why? Because of the cliche thing. They're always looking towards the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to find the positive in life. I think that's one of my best qualities is that I will find the positiveness in absolutely everything and anything. It's like I said before, like when I have all of the like cards to be at like my worst is when I'm actually at my best because it's like when I have the time to find all of the good things. So yeah, I'm a wow. freaking sunflower. That's I so see that. I love that about Resilient you. Resilient queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Second question, Mariah. The one that you always ask because I never remember. Okay. And then we have a third one, which is like fun. That's true. Um, I mean, they're all fun. Um... If you could tell your younger self a piece of wisdom, what would it be? Honestly, I would confirm that the answer is yes. Meaning, 
I have a really hard time making decisions. I don't regret all of like any of the decisions, even the bad ones, like even the mistakes, especially in love. I've made some very like crazy decisions as we've talked about in this podcast in the past hour. But in the past, I have crazy stories that I know my friends enjoy. And I've always said yes. Yes to love. Yes to adventures. Yes to this. Yes to this. Because I'm a very positive and I always want. all. This. So I would tell her that the answer is yes. Like keep doing that. Saying yes. To, in moderation and being intelligent. Obviously, don't say yes to everything. But like assuring <laughs> her that that is the right path. Even if it right. seems crazy. Right. Like the curiosity that you have, like the inclination you have to figure something out, even if it's like seems chaotic, just there's an answer that you need to find. Trust yourself. I love that. I love that for you. And I love that for me too. I love it for all of us. And I love that for all of us. The third question question is like our lifestyle wellness. It's like lifestyle edit. Yeah. So it's like, how are you feeding your mind, your body and your soul? Like, practices like oh yeah I remember yeah uh my mind I feel like music Mm. I very live in my own world I love public transportation because I love sitting for long periods of time with music on imagining that my life is something else or like fake scenarios I spend so much a movie Mm -hmm. my life is a movie And that helps me make decisions. That helps me think about what I want. That helps me. So I think that's how I feed my mind. Like music, bring like shuffle and like the change in the roller coaster of like feelings when you're like going from Bad Bunny to like Gracie Adams. To Taylor um, Swift. (laughs) To Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah. Feeds the mind. Mm -hmm. And then it's body. Mm -hmm. Gym. gym like what do you do at the gym so that's what I was gonna say find um a sport or some sort of physical activity that you connect with because when I started going to the gym it took me a really long time to have a healthy relationship with uh sports and going to the gym and working out because I used to do it to be thin I wanted to be skinny 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 and then I went through a very bad period of time where I was very 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 skinny so I had to go to therapy and learn how to love like working out, which is good for your body and how to find, and it took me like years to find something. I personally love weights. I'm a bro. I'm a gym bro. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, but it took me a really long time to realize like, oh, I don't even want to do cardio. Like I want to lift heavy things. That's what I mm-hmm. love. And it's like a challenge with myself. And so, yeah, finding your gym bro like side like if you spirit though spirit oh god what are you doing for spirit dating (laughs) (laughs) it evolves the soul yeah it feeds my soul can i say food yes you can say whatever you want food is for the soul are you cooking are you going out what What's the thing that you're loving? No, I said I said something random. I, I I said dating as a joke, but I really think that's that's it. I think love feeds the soul. Can you tell she's a Libra? Oh god, like mm-hmm. relationship queen, doctor yeah. of dating, doctor dater, <laughs> doctor 
potatoes. Oh I'm really like dreading the moment I have to make a graphic about this because how am I yeah, going to That's what I'm just thinking. That's why I'm that. trying to ask questions of like, be specific. <laughs> like, is there like any like links? Or, um... But it's fine. It's fine. We'll just use a picture of your latest situationship. <laughs> oh God. We'll get creative. I got you. We'll get I'm the marketing queen over here. It's fine. So yeah, I think I think we should finish Thank the you, episode. Belen. First, I, I hope, should seal it. Guys, I hope I was entertaining. Please comment oh if you want B to come back <laughs> to yes. talk about how my friendship ended. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes. So, well, thank you guys for listening. And to we hope special, you enjoyed yes. this episode, this special episode. Special friendship episode edition. More of these. Council of Minds. Until next time. Until next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.